Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Dishing It With Us. Actually, I don't know, like that slogan kind of thing that's going on. I don't necessarily know if that's working out, you know? But long time no talk because it's been, I think, two weeks since I last did a podcast episode. Ooh, I'm sorry, but we will get into why I have been absent here in a second right after I fix the camera angle that's going on on the video. That is your reminder if you do not and you want to that the podcast does have a YouTube channel where you just basically look at me um, sit in the chair and talk to the camera, but that's kind of what you do if you tune into my YouTube videos anyway. So if you like that, then you can go and do that. That's just your reminder. So welcome back to today's episode. Today's title, I feel like is a little dramatic, but we're going to be doing a good old fashioned kind of like Q and a type beat, even though I say type, even though it literally is a Q and a that I was going to do originally in a video. But then I realized like how long those installments usually are on my videos. And I was like, you know what? I feel like I could even go more in depth into answers and everything if we just made this into a podcast episode. And this is just, I feel like a good time for me to answer some FAQs, aka frequently asked questions for you guys that have them and everything. So before we even get into that, however, I do want to say why I did a little like two week hiatus from the podcast, even though we literally just started it. And that is because I was having a little bit of a hard time with the podcast creatively. I was having a lot of self-doubt within myself of not like where I wanted this podcast to go, but I had recorded a bunch of episodes and they never made it out to the public eye, obviously, because a lot of you guys were like, what happened with the podcast? We're still going to be going strong. I just kind of had, well, if we're going down to the root of the issue, I've been having a bad past few weeks mentally and I feel like that definitely affects every single thing that I do. So when that happened, I kind of took a hiatus from the podcast because I I had ideas, but then I would record whole length podcast episodes and then I would either have mental breakdowns afterwards because I didn't like them or I honestly wouldn't be in the mental headspace to be creating any type of content, whether that be YouTube videos or a podcast. And then obviously those didn't end up well. And I am just not ever going to be the person to put out a video that I don't like or put out things that I don't like just because I feel that I have to kind of follow a schedule or I feel that I have to follow this or that. Like, I don't want to put anything out there that I'm not really proud of. So I just decided, yeah, these episodes, we're scrapping them. We're not publishing them. Just take a break and you're going to do it when you feel like, not that you can, but when they feel something that you're proud of. So that's what happened with that, but we're going strong. I've kind of planned out different episodes and things that I want to do. I feel like the most challenging thing for me with a podcast is that since it is a solo podcast, I feel like it just would work a lot better if there was somebody else to bounce ideas off of, like in an episode, you know, I feel like it would just flow a lot better. I think I also do have a lot of insecurities for it being a solo podcast. Like, 
And I thought that it would be so easy. And that's the thing that I feel like are so many common misconceptions is that you look at something and you think, oh, that's easy. I could definitely do it. And then you realize how hard it is to just kind of like hold conversation with yourself for 40 plus minutes about things that will keep somebody's attention. And that may even just be like your own insecurities on you and like other people don't feel that way, but then you fear that other people do feel that way. So that's kind of what's been happening with that. But, you know, from here on out, I am hoping to... uh, have a lot more excited. I'm having, I have a lot more exciting things planned for this podcast and I do want to start incorporating different guests and stuff however I see fit. That way it is still a solo podcast but also we're incorporating some other people to have like a fun time you know. But yeah that's kind of what's going on with that so do not fret we're still doing this podcast. I'm still trying to give it my all. We just weren't having a very good, I just wasn't having a very good mental time the past few weeks and that also affected like videos and everything too so it wasn't just the podcast I got hit with that. So, but anyway, that's that for that announcement. We're going to be moving on before we get into like the question and answer segment. I do just kind of want to ramble on for a little bit. First of all, I have been, since I have been having a harder time mentally, I have been diving back into my comfort shows and the comfort show that is currently shining through is New Girl. Usually the ones in my rotation are either Friends um parks and rec new girl stranger things those are kind of like my go-to's it's usually parks and rec parks and rec is like my ultimate comfort show and then friends is a different comfort where if like i'm having a very 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 hard time friends kind of brings me back to a place from years and years and years ago like when friends was very prevalent in my life and i really depended on it back in like freshman sophomore seventh eighth grade like when I really just had to watch friends every single night um that kind of takes me back there so but um new girl has been in the rotation if you guys are wondering who my favorite character is I definitely think it's Winston he just is an amazing character him and Schmidt they're just perfection if you've never watched new girl I swear it'll become your new favorite comfort show but I've been doing that um, I've been reading, I started the Throne of Glass series, for those of you who are wondering, I did start that, and it's not that I don't like it, because I actually really liked the first book, but I just have been reading the other books in the series, and I'm now, I haven't started Air Fire yet, but that's the book that I'm on, so I haven't even really made a dent within the series, but I just didn't like the other two books that I read that much. I liked them, but they weren't like on the level of like the first Throne of Glass book, or even Crescent City, or anything like that. So there's that little reading update for those of you. The current book that I'm reading right now when I'm filming this podcast is Things We Had from the Light by Lucy Score, which was one of my most anticipated releases of 2023. And here's the thing, not that it's like not falling into my expectations, but when I think of like when you hype up a book, which we can get completely more into this in a different kind of like book related episode, but I feel like when you hype something up, not even, let's even just say anything, like when you're so excited for something, it's the worst feeling when it doesn't meet your expectations, like the worst. And that is what I fear every single time that I pick up a book that I'm like super excited to read that I just won't like it as much as I wanted to. But yeah, you know, those are the little updates that I have for you guys right now within my life. Nothing else is really going on. Let's get into the Q&A segment, shall we? I think we shall. Um, okay, so I went on my Instagram and I asked you guys to ask me questions and then I just screenshotted them that way like I kind of already 
know what's going on with that. I will say just right now, we're going to get some of the frequently asked questions out of the way. The I think the question I get asked the absolute most is just kind of a correlation of what is your major in college? Do you go to college? Why didn't you go to college? Um, and just kind of variations of that. Like, are you planning to go to college? Like, what's going on with that? I, th- I, did I, I think I touched on this in my first episode. And I will say that I do not go to college. I So I don't have a major. I do not go to college. And where I am right now in my life, I am not planning on going to college. That is not in any of my up and coming plans that I, I no, no, no time soon am I planning on going to college. That's not even in a plan for any time in the future. But I'm not completely writing that out of my life. Because I will say, like, another frequently asked question that I get is, what would you do if you weren't doing, you know, social media? And my plan, I I definitely said this in my first podcast episode, but my plan was to go into the publishing industry and definitely is what I would still do if everything, you know, were to go kaput today. I would go into publishing because I absolutely love that my life revolves around books. It's something that I'm super passionate about. So I would want to go and do something that still has something to do with that, you know, so that's kind of what I would do, but no, I'm not in college, I didn't go to college, because I just, I don't feel like college is for everybody, and I feel like there are people who want to go to college, and then I feel like there were people like me who kind of felt like you had to go to college, and I still feel like that, where I feel like people look at me, and they think because I don't have a degree to fall back on, and I'm not actively pursuing um, furthering my education that I'm kind of not as successful as other people. Like I still heavily deal with those feelings a lot, especially when I get asked about college and like kind of the negative connotation that comes with my answer being no, I am not going to college, especially when it's around adults who maybe don't understand the realm of social media. And then when you say like, no, I'm not in college, no, I'm not planning on going to college. They're like, oh, so you don't have an education to fall back on. And I just feel like the society that we're living in today, like I feel like as we are furthering as a society, you don't necessarily have to go to college. Like, I don't feel like that's something that you have to do if you don't want to do it. I think that if you want to go to college, that's an absolute amazing thing and that you should definitely pursue that for yourself. But I was just somebody that did not want, and not that I didn't want to go to college, but I think that I genuinely struggled so much with school when I had to go. Like, it was like I had to go. Like, there was no other choice, doesn't you have to graduate high school, obviously. And it was already hard enough for me to do that. And I was having a very, very extremely bad mental time with high school. Like, when I was in high school, I was genuinely extremely depressed and anxious. I still am. <laughs> but it was like, it was different though. Like there was like a difference between the two, especially because also you're like a teenager. So you're dealing with different things in your life and stuff. And it was so bad where I had applied to college and I got accepted. I've said this a few times, but I did, I did apply for college. I got accepted and I was enrolled in university. (laughs) Okay. And then I just had this nagging, nagging feeling that I was like, I don't want to do this. I don't feel like, I felt like I was going to be one of those people that just kind of like coasted through college because it was what looked good to people and maybe like kept my parents off my back for lack of a better kind of like 
term to use. I don't like saying keep my parents off my back because it wasn't like my parents were hounding me, hounding me, hounding me. They were just like, okay, what are you doing? You know, like obviously your parents are going to be like, so what's the plan after high school? And I just kind of went college because that's what I feel like that's just always what is circuited within your brain. And I never once thought like, oh, I'm just going to do social media. I was just kind of trying to figure out, um, if I'm going to college, exactly what I want to do. Or if I'm not going to college, do I want to do a trade or do I want to go into like, you know, estheticians? Like there, there were so many different places that my mind was going. And I asked my parents, like, can I just kind of have a year to try to look within myself and figure out like what I want to do, whether or not that is going to college and furthering my education, or if that's going into a trade or if it's going to do this, or if it's going to do that, like, can I just kind of take a year to figure it out and my parents were like absolutely but kind of like you know take that year and then you are figuring it out you're not just going to sit around and do nothing which obviously and in that year I my YouTube really really took off and it was an extreme and utter blessing that I'm extremely thankful for every day but I kind of never looked back once I started doing it because I mean I, I talked about this all in my first episode so not to like bore everybody and reiterate but YouTube was a dream of mine but I just kind of never thought that that was going to be something that came true for me and so when I started to see that it was you know whatever I just threw myself into it like completely and I have never looked back and I've just kind of been throwing myself into it ever since so that is the answer to your guys like college question am I going to college what's going on with that no I'm not in college I'm not going to college and I don't plan on going to college I don't know if I had any other frequently asked questions other than that so we can just get into the other questions what are your top favorite books so these would definitely be my five star reads um my top favorite books off the top of my head are Binding and Keeping 13 I just reread those this month and oh my god I just reestablished my love for that series oh my god chloe walsh i <laughs> i hope you're listening you did an amazing job with those characters i absolutely adore that series so binding and keeping 13 beach read love and other words um the akatar series specifically akamoff that is my favorite book i'm trying to think those are the ones off the top of my head like the very top of my head i know i'm forgetting some but it is just kind of what has popped in my head at the time what got you into reading? This is actually another frequently asked question. I don't know how I forgot this one. So I, I feel like I've said this one a little, uh, I, have I said this? I don't know. I lose track of so much of what I say because I don't, it's something that I don't think that people know that I do is that I feel like I'm like, I've said this before because I've definitely said it to a camera, but I edit so much of what I say out that this, the things that you guys see that go into videos or anything, like I edit a lot of stuff out, but my story of what got me into reading, I have been a reader my entire life. Literally since I have learned to read, I have been reading books. I just have always been a bookworm. I was that kid. I loved books. I didn't, you know, like that was just my thing was like books. Even my whole entire family knew it. I, my mom and dad would take me to Barnes and Noble sometimes. And mostly I would go to Walmart with my mom, like while she was grocery shopping. And that's when I would be able to get like my Junie B. Jones, my Dork Diaries, my, you know, the Hunger Games and stuff like that and I was just a bookworm as a kid it was my favorite thing to do I just loved reading a good book oh my gosh I remember whenever we moved to the house that me and my family are in now we I my dad was like my dad is one of those people he has no connection to he my dad has no connection to much like physical things 
and so he is one of those people that will just like throw stuff away like my dad is somebody that he will literally just be like yeah I threw away all our Tupperware or I threw away all of this or yeah I cleaned the garage out today and I just threw everything away and it's just like you look at him and you're like why you know like how did you just do that but I will say, so when we were moving into this house and I had to like pack up my childhood bedroom, it wasn't the first time that I had moved, but at my old house before this one, that's where I spent basically my whole entire childhood. So I was packing up my childhood bedroom and I was moving on to a new era because this house that I'm in now is where I spent my high school and well, eighth grade to high school. So my childhood house was my last house and I had crates upon crates of books. Like I had so many books and my dad was like, we're just going to give those to the library. And I was like, no, I don't want to give them to the library. I want to keep them. I want them, you know, like I do now. I just, you know, a collection of books is like my dream. And my parents straight up just donated all my books without me even knowing, like straight up. I lost that huge collection of books. So anyway, that I just felt like the need to tell you guys that story. But um, so yeah, basically I've always been a bookworm and then I got into high school and I still read a lot. I don't feel like I never, I didn't go to Barnes and Noble as much. I feel like I went to Barnes and Noble very sparingly to get actual physical copies of books because either I got them because we were going on a trip. So I would get like five books if we were going on a trip because I've also always been a fast reader. I get a lot of questions on that too. Like how did you learn to read so fast and how like, you know, whatever. I have been a fast reader just since I have read and I don't know if it's just because of reading so much growing up that I have just became a fast reader I genuinely do feel like not that you will become a super quick reader but I feel like with the more books you read I genuinely think if you were to look and see like when you started reading how long it took you to finish a book versus like now maybe after a year or two of reading I guarantee you you read books quicker than you used to I just guarantee you I don't know if it's from years and years of practice when you say practice but like uh you know air quotes but I don't know if it's from years and years of practice but I've just always been a quick reader and so I used to just go and like to Barnes during high school and stuff and just buy some books here and there sparingly I read a lot on Wattpad like I was always reading but it was just like Wattpad books like I wasn't going and buying books from Barnes and Noble like I do now you know I was just reading you know whatever anybody was writing on Wattpad because uh hello that that was so many free books look at how many books I've gotten published off Wattpad for real and it was just like your own little community it's so weird because like you have the book community but then you had like the Wattpad community and within the Wattpad community like books that were super popular on there and stuff and also no one at my school talked about Wattpad and I was severely embarrassed that I read on there like I didn't let a soul know that I was reading on Wattpad didn't let anyone know that I was but that's like where I got most of my stuff and then my senior year of high school I had been reading that whole entire summer and then I found book talk and booktube so to kind of put in perspective my senior year of high school was 2020 I started um, right after the pandemic so well when the pandemic hit when we went on lockdown I was a junior right when 2020 started and then going like that summer, the summer of 2020 was the summer of me going into my senior year. And then I, um, and then like I graduated in 2021 anyway. So that summer I had been reading because like, what else was I going to do? And then I found BookTube and BookTok and then I found The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue and I read that book and I read Where the Crawdads Sing and just something about the feeling of going and buying those books and seeing like a bunch of people on BookTok talk about it 
like really reignited this thing inside of me to like go buy books and I wanted to talk to people about them. Keep in mind, I had been reading like this whole entire time, but like I had no one to talk to about it. And then all of a sudden I found this community of so many people talking about the same books. Like it was just like one huge book club and that really reignited my love for reading. And then I found Noelle Gallagher and I just became so obsessed with her videos. And then I was like, you know what? Funny enough, I actually saw, I actually found an SD card the other day from where when I was in lockdown, I filmed a video of being like, books I think you should read in lockdown. Never posted it because I was like, nah, I don't think anyone will care about this because this was before I found Book Talk or anything. And I just thought about like uploading that video. Oh my God, could you imagine if I would have started being a booktuber in 2020? Who knows where I would have been now? But yeah, I just always have loved you know, reading and then I got back into it and then I started making book videos and here we are. I love this question. If you got to be a Disney princess for a day, who would you choose? I would 110% without a doubt choose Rapunzel, not only because, you know, like when I was a kid and Tangled came out, literally everyone at my school started calling me Rapunzel because fun fact, if you guys did not know this, when I was in elementary school, I kid you not, I had hair that was past my butt. Like my hair, I would sit on my hair. My hair was that long. And so everyone at school loved to touch my hair and I still have that pet peeve to this day that when someone tries to touch my hair, I get very, very like, like don't, don't touch me. And I, because when I was in elementary school, there was like a few instances where girls had like cut off other girls' ponytails or like cut other girls' hair. So I was just like super scared. But Rapunzel's always been my favorite princess, but also because Flynn Rider is literally my favorite Disney like prince. He is my favorite. He is the best. You can't tell me that his attitude, his charisma, his looks, everything. He is like the full package. And I love that movie. Tangled is actually one of my comfort movies believe it or not I love to watch Tangled whenever I'm feeling sick or whenever I'm feeling highly anxious I will literally throw Tangled or Cars on those are the Disney movies that I put on when I'm feeling anxious did you see the trailer of Daisy Jones and the Six if yes what is your opinion about it now if you have not watched Daisy Jones and the Six I suggest that you skip forward some I would say probably just it's so hard because like when I edit YouTube videos, you I can tell you when to skip forward and I will have it on the on the YouTube viewing to skip forward to a certain time frame. But just skip around if you haven't read Daisy Jones and the Six and you don't want to know kind of some of the things. I'm not going to go fully into it, but just I feel like it's safe to say if you haven't read it, then please like skip forward. So as everyone knows that the big thing in the book community right now is that Daisy Jones and the Six is coming out in a few days on Friday. I am so excited for it. Daisy Jones and the Six is also one of my favorite books of all time. I can't believe I didn't say that earlier. Daisy Jones and the Six is one of my favorite books of all time. I recently reread it and did a whole entire like spoiler in-depth reading vlog on my channel for like people who didn't want to reread the book before the show came out or people who just kind of wanted to read the book but didn't really have the time to read it, whatever. My, my thoughts is that I think the casting absolutely perfect if you are hearing the songs they are singing it they are playing their instruments literally um the woman who plays karen uh is her name I, I keep on reading her name she literally learned how to play the keys because she wanted that role so bad like every single one of them are playing their own instruments they're all singing their own music like that is 
perfect to me that is absolutely perfect and the casting is perfect hello sam claflin as billy is one of the best things that's ever happened and also riley being daisy is exactly how i pictured daisy she is literally exactly what was in my brain for daisy i could i don't think i have ever 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 been happier about casting for a adaptation for a book adaptation now after this remind me to talk about the Agadar series and casting for that but anyway and it ends with us but something that has severely gotten on my nerves when seeing the trailer and the posters is that I feel like they are going to push the love triangle of Daisy, Billy, and Camilla way too hard and it's going to very much irk me because the whole entire thing about Camilla was that she was never necessarily threatened by Daisy because Billy always, 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 always chose Camilla. It was always Camilla. Camilla was his everything and the way that they are framing it in the trailers and like even when you see the posters, it's like just Billy, Camilla, and Daisy. And while that was a storyline, I feel like that was not what Daisy Jones and the Six was about. It was not about the love triangle between Daisy, Billy, and Camilla. That is not how it was. And it's just like, it feels so much like you're dumbing down a story, not dumbing it down, but you're kind of watering down a story that was so entirely important. I feel like Camilla's character is such a strong and important character and so many things that she sacrificed throughout the whole entire book. It's just like, I don't know why, but you know, book adaptations will never be exactly the way that they are, you know, and even though I wish, I just wish, you know, you just would, but I don't like that that feels like that's what the, not agenda is, but kind of like we'll use the word agenda. It just feels like they're pushing that love triangle, even though that's not what the book was about. The book was about Daisy Jones and the Six. That was kind of something that was, you know, hinted around at was Daisy's feelings for Billy and Billy's feelings for Daisy. But even in the freaking book, he always says that he will choose Camilla because Camilla is his everything. And even the way that they are kind of framing Camilla in the trailers and this is not to say like seeing her cry is showing that she's a weak character no because you crying is not a sign of weakness but even like some of the things that I've seen like her say in the trailer just the way that they are kind of showing this is kind of making me feel as if she is gonna kind of be taken down a peg and I don't like that because Camilla's character is extremely strong she's not one to be messed with and I don't want them to mess with her character that was such an important thing for the book was how strong and how um prideful to a fault almost Camilla's character was if they change that too much I'm gonna be I will riot but kind of um along the same line no one asked but with the Akatar series Akatar got picked up by Hulu even though I wish they would have got picked up by HBO if well I will say if you were doing a live action for Akatar which I do not want to happen I do not want Akatar to be live action but if you were I would want HBO to be the one doing it because we've seen that what they've done with Game of Thrones and House of Dragon like we see that they can kind of take a fantasy realm and make it look extremely realistic to the point where it's like absolutely amazing um I want Akatar to be an animated series so bad not like 
Rick and Morty or something, but kind of like really hyper realistic animation that's just really good because I just feel like even when you see people like these amazing artists on my Instagram and stuff that I see and they do illustrations and stuff for Akatar of these like hyper realistic, you know, character drawings, I'm like, no, it just needs to be animated because I genuinely don't feel that anybody, anybody could and capture Rezan's aura or anything or Cassian or Asriel or Feyre like there's just not one actor that I feel like could do that for me and they just all need to be animated what book trope did you go through with your boyfriend so funny enough I if I had to throw a book trope on me and Isaac's relationship I would say it would probably be a friends to lovers or childhood friends lovers since we were literally 12 I would definitely say it's a childhood friends to lover situation and I love that because if you guys know me childhood friends lovers is actually my favorite trope and I don't know if that is literally because of how my relationship is and how that ended up or if it's just because I love that trope but I do feel like it's because I connect everything back to my own relationship because when I read romance books like I don't know like I feel like when you read romance books you do you do just kind of like connect that back to your own life in ways and maybe that's why that's my favorite trope I'm not too sure but that is definitely the trope of me and Isaac's relationship when you are in a reading slump how do you keep pushing yourself to read a book what gets you out honestly I've said this before but I feel like when I'm in a reading slump it sucks being a reading slump, but I have shown myself and I have come to see that when I'm in a reading slump and I try to force myself out of it, I end up unfairly rating other books that I feel like if I wasn't in a reading slump and I wasn't just trying to like push through books, then I would have rated a lot higher and I feel like that's unfair to me and that's unfair to that book. So usually, honestly, what I do is I just write it out and I just find a book and I will find a book that I really want to read. A tip that I have is do not be afraid to pick up a book and try the first like up to 50 pages of it. And if you're not vibing with it, put that book down, try another one and just try a bunch of different books until you find one that you are really liking. Do not force yourself, especially if you're in a book slump. I feel like one of the worst things that you could do is force yourself to read a book that you were not liking. I would just say kind of pick and choose the books, read a few pages. And if you're not clicking with it, move on to the next one and save that one for another time. Someone asked me if I prefer summer reading or winter reading. And I, until the day that I die, I think that summer is always going to be my favorite year for reading. I don't know why just being able to sit outside and read books and going to the beach and reading books. But honestly, actually, I think fall is my favorite time to read because it's not extremely hot and you can sit outside and read and it's just beautiful outside of all times. What's your favorite Taylor Swift album? Folklore and Evermore, but Folklore more than Evermore, but I think Folklore. Okay, if we were to say my top, let's say top four, Five, it would be Folklore, Evermore, Midnight's, 1989, and Red. How do you deal with disappointment over not reading enough? This is something that I am always, all throughout every single month, I it's always like a thought in the back of my mind, is that when I'm reading, I'm like, okay, how many books? I'm like, okay, after, I swear at the end of every week, because something that I do over on my bookstagram is that I do my little Instagram reel of like what I read this week. And then at the end of every week, I'm like, okay, wait, I read this many books and how many books have I read so far this month? Okay, well, it's not, it's not enough and blah, 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 because especially having a channel you have this almost pressure to feel like you have to read a certain amount of books also whenever you are making different forms of content whether that's reels whether that's videos whether it's posts and you feel like 
I have to be reading these books, either like books that are relevant right now. That way you feel like, you know, like I get a lot of questions that are like, oh, what's your opinion on this book? So then it's like, oh, I have to read that book. That way I have an opinion on it. That way everyone's going to be talking about it this month. And I have to have an opinion on it because if I don't have an opinion on it, like, you know, like it's the end of the world. And I do feel a lot of pressure, but then I'm just like, you know what, Destiny, at the end of the day, you read because you want to read and you started this channel because it's something that you're super passionate about. So just read at your own pace and read what you want and just do what you want. That's kind of like how I told myself. Now, I still do struggle with this like all the time. I still am always like, am I reading enough books or, you know, but I've even said this because I don't look at anybody else when they do like a reading wrap up and I don't count anyone's books. Like I don't count how many books that people read in their month. It means absolutely nothing to me how many books that people read. Okay, Charlie decided to find one of her toys and start squeaking it. But it doesn't matter to me how many books that you read a month because I just care that you found books that you liked to read. Like, that's all that matters. It, I would rather read one absolutely amazing book that I can't get out of my mind because I just loved it so much than 20 books that I could not care less about and that hold no space in my mind that I wasted time that I'm never getting back reading. Now, this double-edged sword with that is like, you never know if you're going to love a book before you go into it, so you can never know, but that's just basically the sentiment. What was your favorite class in high school? My favorite class in high school was 100% any English class that I got to take, anything that I had to read books for. I loved when we would read books and have to do essays on it and annotate books like I loved that I absolutely loved that so like my senior year I had an AP literature class my teacher was absolutely amazing and I loved that class so much I felt very smart in that class and then I had my freshman and sophomore English teacher was absolutely amazing she was one of the teachers that made the biggest impact on my life and I still think about her all the time she was an absolute bright soul someone asked me if I thought my physical TBR is intimidating absolutely I like my physical TBR all the time and I'm like that's another pressure that I feel like I have to get through a bunch of books a month because I really severely need to like put my physical TBR to a minimum and that's something that I've been feeling a lot lately where I'm like oh god my physical TBR is humongo I need to shrink that as much as I can favorite spider-man this is hard because I love them all extremely probably to an unhealthy amount so much I love Tom Holland spider-man though I just feel like he has that boyish charm because you know spider-man in the first few um is supposed to be a high schooler you know and i feel like he does bring that boyish charm of a high schooler i will say though andrew garfield's spider-man while in combat is an extremely witty spider-man and i feel like that's the only spider-man where he was had that wit about him like when spider-man is fighting when you play a spider-man game or like read the comments he has these he's quick-witted about him he he's very witty even while fighting and I feel like Tom Holland's Spider-Man doesn't have that and Tobey Maguire's had it but I feel like Andrew Garfield's does it the best when he is Spider-Man I will say as a Peter Parker I don't feel like Andrew Garfield was the best I love Tobey Maguire and I love Tom and I love Andrew all for their own reasons but I do think that Tom Holland's is my favorite I will say I grew up with all three of them all three of them were extremely prevalent but I do feel like I love Tom the most something you from two years ago would not believe right now I there's a lot of things in my life that me what would I be 18 would not believe but I think the biggest one is where I am today with a podcast with a YouTube channel with everything that I do 
I would probably cry tears of joy. Like this plaque that I'm looking at across my room, like I literally dream like these are things that I dreamed of and it is such a surreal feeling to achieve those dreams and just know that your younger self would be like over the moon so happy and ecstatic so that stuff that stuff that really makes me happy and that you guys have done for me that I'm extremely and forever grateful for do you sometimes wish book talk didn't exist this is a double-edged sword if I have ever had to talk about one because book talk is I feel like how a lot of people got introduced into reading and I feel like it's always an amazing thing whatever it is for how someone gets into reading I feel like it's a good thing regardless like whether that's book talk booktube somebody talking to you about a book and you just thought "Mm, you know what you know I feel like I kind of want to start reading I've seen other people read but at sometimes I just feel like book talk is so extremely toxic to the point where I really have had multiple times to have to step away because something about book talk is like people like you can't really necessarily have your own opinions because people just like I understand you feel so strongly about characters that you love and books that you love but like at the end of the day everyone is 100% entitled to their own opinion but you cannot get mad at somebody over their opinion that differentiates from yours and I feel like you don't see that on booktube as bad as you see it on book talk and I just feel like book talk has started to become a very 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 negative space for me to be involved in I've literally been seeing so many creators step away from book talk recently because of how absolutely toxic it is and just people who bring so much hatred into something that I feel like does not need any hatred in it and so that's kind of I've been stepping away from it so sometimes I wish book talk wasn't a thing but other times you know on one hand I wish it wasn't but you know on the other hand I think it's done great things for the community what book character would you choose to be your best friend if you could a hundred percent Lily Calloway Lily Calloway, I will always want to be my best friend because one, I feel like we are extremely similar. Her or Daisy? Actually, you know what? I love Daisy, but I don't feel like I'm as similar to Daisy. And you don't have to be similar to your best friend, you know, but I do love Daisy and Lily. Those two, I absolutely love them. I love the Calloway sister series. I love the Addicted series. And I just feel like me and Lily are just so much on the same level. We love all the same things and we are just you know, like this. And I feel like I would want that to be my best friend. So guys, those are all of the questions that I have. That's the end of today's podcast episode. If you guys enjoyed listening, you guys, I'm still having trouble being like, go on Spotify, Apple Music, leave a like, leave a rating, I think is what you do. I don't know. Subscribe to the podcast, download the podcast, go to the YouTube, subscribe to the YouTube, follow the Instagram, do all of that stuff that comes with, you know, having a podcast. Can you tell that I'm not that, I'm not an extremely seasoned professional in this yet, but we will get there one day. We will get there. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. We have some exciting things planned coming up for the podcast, coming up for the YouTube, everything. So please make sure you are up to date on all the social medias, I have all my social medias always down below if you want to follow any of them. So go down there, check those out if you want to keep in touch. I love you guys and I appreciate all of you guys. I just wanted to reiterate for you guys at the end of today's episode that none of this stuff that I'm doing would be possible without you guys. And I have such a deep admiration and appreciation and love for all of you in the way that you have changed my life for the better and you guys are a huge light in my life and I love all of you guys if someone hasn't said it to you today and with that being said I will talk to you guys the next time that I talk to you you know I'll see you when I see you I'll talk to you when I talk to you peace